Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Poe Appreciation Project. Today's episode is a conversation that I had with Jordan Gropp before he left on his mission over to Vancouver, Washington, which is where he currently is. Um, to say the least, during this episode, I felt very apprehensive. I didn't want to see him go because that was my last opportunity to really see him before he left. I mean, we ended up meeting afterwards, but when we recorded this, I was thinking this was the last time that I was going to see him for the next two years. And Lord knows he is a fantastic person to be around. He's very kind, very funny, has very high energy, and I'm really going to miss him while he's over there. I know that a lot of other people are as well. Um, so in this episode, him and I got the chance to go into a little bit of depth about what serving means for him and also what he looks forward to his experiences. Um, currently, because of COVID, like I said, he's over in Vancouver, Washington, but there is a chance that he might still be going to Africa, which is where he's originally assigned. Um, I hope that happens for him. I think it'd be really cool for him to get the opportunity to go somewhere out of the country to serve his mission. But while I'm excited to invite him back, I was also excited to say goodbye because I know that this is something that means a lot for him. Without further delay, here's Jordan Crop. That's enough about me. I want to dig more into you because yeah. you were going to school last year. Yes. And then you didn't go to school this year because, well, you're about to be out of here, right? Yeah. I'm going on a mission. Where are you going? I am going to Botswana, Africa. I mean, that's where I am called to, but I'm probably going to get reassigned because of COVID and all that stuff. But You really think the odds are that high of getting reassigned? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, I've had some friends that like they just left in the summer and just recently. But I mean, I'm not sure when they're going to tell me I'm going to get reassigned, but I'm like 95% sure because they're still in the process of uh, getting my visa and that kind of stuff, the paperwork going through. So hmm. yeah, it's a very high chance, but hey, I'm all right with that. If it's only a few months. Yeah, no, I mean, I hope that, you know, if it's safe, I hope you still get the opportunity yeah. to go to Botswana, which I don't. I don't think I remembered that from uh, from elementary <laughs> school, like world geography. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's right above South Africa, but it's like, yeah, people don't. It doesn't really get in the headlines much. It, it's a really cool. Like, I don't know anything about the place, but it's really interesting that you get, or you know, you potentially have the opportunity of going all the way over mm -hmm. to, if like Africa is like, is it the largest continent or? think asia might be but it's like still the second most populous and it's yeah. just we forget how huge it is you just africa and you're like oh there's all those countries over there but there's so much in there yeah no it's ridiculous i mean as long as you're not in like the congo like yeah you know, i'm sure you'll be relatively safe yeah like <laughs> i don't think Dude, it's crazy I, i'm i'm probably most worried for you about like the insects and shit that are over there oh yeah like i have to get a the yellow fever vaccine and that kind of stuff and probably west nile i'm excited but it'll yeah. be great hey we're sending you <laughs> off to a great place now uh, we need to take preventative measures for uh syphilis herpes uh AIDS. all of the above all of the above <laughs> yeah botswana has the third highest prevalence of hiv in the world so. really yeah isn't that interesting i find it really interesting that that was a whole epidemic you know back in uh, our and our parents yeah generation but you know, you don't really hear a whole bunch about it mm -hmm. anymore. And like, it's still, we still don't have something for it. Yeah, it's still an issue. I mean, you can take, I think you can take drugs, really expensive ones that like slow down the process and like they prolong your life, but yeah. there's no, my, my understanding is that there's no cure to it. Mm -hmm. It's like, once you got it, you got it. Yeah. I think there was a study that one guy, uh, actually did get a treatment that seemed to, uh, rid HIV 
mm-hmm. um, from, oh. from his body. Yeah, and that was really cool to read. And that was a couple of years ago. Um, hopefully there's been more progress on that. And hopefully that wasn't just a fluke. Yeah, I mean, I, there's so many people are affected by it. And we don't even know, but yeah. it'd be a great disease to or sickness to just get rid of. Yeah, no, absolutely. Jeez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so you are going over there mm-hmm. as part of the Mormon church, yeah. right? I feel like this podcast is just becoming a, a, a farewell service to uh, the Mormons of Boise, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all got to do our two-year service, but, but no, I'm excited. Dude, I'm really excited for yeah. you. What are you doing right now in preparation? Uh, I've, I mean, I haven't been able to go to church because, you know, COVID and all that stuff. But, you know, I've just kind of just been hanging out, trying to reflect, you know, writing letters to people, con- connecting with people. And then eventually I'm going to start and try and get everyone's email so they can go out on my email list. But, you know, kind of just enjoying the rest of the time I do have. Yeah. And, no. uh, you know, just enjoy the rest, you know, appreciate. Absolutely. Thank you, Alex, by the way. Um, does it scare you? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, whenever I'm like talking to friends, family, relatives, whoever, you know, they're always like, oh, it's two years. You know, that'll, that'll go by so fast. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it's just like. I'm a twenty. I'm a twenty-year-old. I haven't really been outside of the house on my own ever. I'm going to a completely foreign place. I'll still be speaking English, but I mean, it's just like two years. That's crazy. And I'm like, there's going to be so many experience experiences and stuff, good and bad. But you know, it's kind of just like I'm taking kind of like a two-year two-year hiatus, and that's I'm excited, but also a little nervous, of course. Hey, you know, despite the people and the adversities that you meet. You know, you'll be able to make it. We yeah. went we went to the sawtooth recently mm-hmm. and uh we survived our neighbors. Yeah, we Oh so. yeah, dude. Oh <laughs> I remember her. Karen. Yeah, we we met an absolute Karen up there. We uh I had I had the wrong understanding that um a stage one fire burn in Idaho uh still allowed you to burn in uh rock pits. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong that was the case. We ended up finding that out. Um, but anyway, so we were having a fire in the morning cause it was butt fuck cold. It was very chilly. It, oh, gosh. It, but my balls were freezing too. And <laughs> mine, mine too a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, so we were huddling around a fire that we got going and it wasn't even that big, but, um, this, uh, the guy, um, that was in this trailer near us comes over and he's really respectful. Yeah. I like, liked him. He was, it, he was nice. Courteous. Like he was very curious. He, yeah. he came over, he was telling us like, Hey guys, you know. You have a fire. I don't think that's allowed. Like the signs outside, because there were signs outside that said fire restrictions yeah. were in place. I knew that, but you know, my understanding was that the fire restriction in place didn't restrict that type of. Yeah, pit. and you know your stuff usually. usually yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not usually, but it's just this was a special. When I feel like I know what I'm talking about, I don't, and vice versa. Yeah. But um, so he comes over and he's super nice, and he's just you know being kind about it. He's uh, he's just like, hey, you know. I disagree, but, mm-hmm. you know, I could be wrong. I uh, mean, yeah, I, that's what I liked about him is that he was vulnerable enough to sh- admit that he might be wrong. Yeah. It's not like he was so steadfast in his conviction of him being right. but Absolutely. He's, he's very humble about it. And then uh, his wife, or presumably his wife, comes yeah. over and uh, she just starts fucking freaking out. <laughs> God. She uh, like, and then the thing is like, he was just about ready to head back. And mm-hmm. then she comes storming out of the door of their trailer comes over to our place and she's like no no she put was, it out she was so nasty about it dude she was no oh my she, gosh and then i tried to explain to her like you know in retrospect i was wrong but i was trying to explain you know my perspective i was like mm-hmm. oh yeah i don't i don't think that you know we're included in the ban 
right now and like dude she she fucking lost it she <laughs> you just can't argue with that kind of like she crazy she, you can't <laughs> she didn't look like a karen necessarily yeah. but you know she definitely behaved when like when she was just so rude about it and like you know you're not gonna get anyone to change their actions by being a total dick to them yeah like that's, that's not the way to do it yeah that's just i, I didn't Jeez. get it I mean, and and then, it also kind of just ruined the morning for us a little bit. You know? It did, but we still had fun. Yeah, we, oh, we had a great day, but... So, and then we left, and uh, we were checking out uh, another part of... We were checking out, like, one of the southern lakes in the area. It yeah. Was like, oh, no, no, no. Actually, no, we went to Alturas. Or, no, 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 mm. that was later. We went to Redfish after that. Yeah. And we were checking out um, some of the stuff over there. We finally had Wi-Fi, or, like, decent uh, LTE connection. Yeah, so we could look up, like, what the fire restriction was, and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, they were right. So we go back, and there's a note sitting by our fire. Our fireplace is dismantled. Yeah. Um, like, all... all of the fire pits in the area were, like, dismantled, yeah. most of them. Yeah, our, and, you know, I was thinking, what the hell? And we go over, and on this little stump we were using as a table, there's this note. That said, uh, like no fire, uh, no fires are allowed outside of paid campsite, mm-hmm. uh, reserved areas. Yeah, and it had this like little dash USFS, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, what are the odds that like while we're gone, like it was a actually ranger, a forest yeah. ranger <laughs> came into our specifically knew it was us. And then, oh, yeah, no, and there would have been no evidence of a fire because we put it out with water. Mm-hmm. So if they're driving around the road, it's not like they would have saw, you know, smoke or something. They're like, yeah. oh, shit, another person is being stupid like we were. But, yeah, no, I thought that was funny as hell. Gosh. <laughs> and what we write on? Uh, oh, yeah, like... I, I wrote on it in a very passive-aggressive tone. Um, they, I wrote on the back of the note, um, you guys were right. We looked it up uh thank you sir yeah specifically mentioning him yeah thank you sir for respectfully letting us know um have a fun and safe weekend <laughs> i hope she got a little mad about that i kind of hope so too yeah i don't know like i I don't wish ill really on anybody oh, yeah, but you know but... i'm still human and you know we all I have still... our mistakes exactly but you know i still kind of i hope for a little bit of uh i don't know karma Karma, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's how you treat yourself with others, you know. I mean, maybe it has consequences, maybe it doesn't, but... Yeah. Uh, karma is an interesting thing. Yes, it is. Oh. do you Have you ever noticed anything in your life that's kind of like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, Nothing, like, super consequential or anything like that. But, like, I just usually, I try to carry myself in a gentle tone, you know, just be kind to those. You know, the golden rule... Uh, you know, treat others the way you would like to be treated. You know, I don't like, I don't go out of my way to be a complete jerk or to anyone, but I just like, you're one of the nicest dudes. ever. Yeah, I know. And like, when you do carry yourself like that, people generally, generally don't really have a negative disposition towards you. And I just think that's the way it should work, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, that's the reward you get for being, trying to be a good person. Mm -hmm. I also think that karma can work with you know, usually we think of karma as working between you and the society that you're in yeah. and other people around you. But I feel like it also works with, like, you and your own, your your own entity, your yeah. own body, too. Yeah. And, like, I don't, like, I want to transition into your athleticism because as long as I've known you, you've always been, like, peak alpha male performance. I wouldn't say that. Th- but... This is, this is the <laughs> ideal masculine uh, body and, and sportsmanship. <laughs> okay. 
So what, what sports have you done growing up? Uh, so I grew up, you know, uh, my dad played football. He did track and then all of his other brothers too, just in the Grop family. But, uh, I grew up, I didn't really do like any of those, like before school, like I didn't play T-ball or anything like that. And, uh, eventually I think fifth grade elementary school, that's when I did track. And like, I, I knew I was pretty fast and stuff and all that. But, uh, you know, I just always had a lot of fun with it. And then eventually, uh, seventh grade, when I we started going to Lebois, I started playing football there, and I had a lot of fun with that too. And uh, I eventually finished high school doing track, and I kind of laid off football because I, you know, I had a lot of more ac- more academic challenges ahead of me. So I was like, I can't really do both. But uh, you know, I just I've always as, since I've been super young, you know, just moving around that kind of stuff. It's fun, you know, hanging out with people, teamwork, that kind of stuff. And I'd also say it's kind of given me a. Uh, a really good way of learning how to work with people you know people are different you know people have different mindsets and you know teams you know in sports you want to try and work together to get the ultimate accomplishment which is winning a game in that sense but yeah. you know it's i I've, I've really benefited a lot from it you know i'd always say you know go if you do enjoy something you know maybe go play competitively go play casually do what you can yeah and uh yeah the most so the most advanced sports that I've ever like officially done was T-ball back mm-hmm. in long back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> and you're was... like maybe three feet tall. Oh yeah, three no, and, no, and yeah. all the parents were on the field helping out, <laughs> and like uh, that was. I the only thing I really knew how to do is a uh, part of the game was to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. So I'd like go up with the bat and like hit the ball sitting on top of the little post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, every time I was in any other position, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? What am I?" Yeah. And I actually started getting upset. <laughs> like I I would feel really sad because um like my parents weren't some of the ones that were out on the field. Yeah. And like. Those know, people you didn't really know. Yeah. And yeah. like these, these other parents were like trying to help support me, like tell me like which direction to go and stuff. But I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't really trust them because I didn't know them. And I just got super upset and it kind of, yeah. it, it kind of turned me off from sports. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've always wanted to like, I don't know, like uh, badminton. Yeah. I mean, badminton's fun, fun, dude. It is so fun. Volleyball is really fun too. I'm pretty yeah, good at Yeah, I do like that. So what, what is it? I don't know. What sport clicks best with you? I mean, like watching or like the one that I'm just most interested in. Uh, I was like playing, playing. Uh, I just, I really did enjoy track kind of like, cause you know, uh, back in football, we didn't really have the best team. So, you know, our win loss record wasn't really that great. And I, I didn't really care about that, but track was kind of just that thing where I could just really focus on myself. Yeah. You know, I didn't really need to depend on anyone else, which was, you know, kind of maybe, maybe not the greatest aspect of teamwork, but I could just do my own thing. You know, I knew I was pretty decent, you know, win a race or do try to do my best and triple or long jump. And it was also just being able to fun to just hang out with other athletes too. I like, you know, track means they would be from like three to nine. They sucked, but they were also kind of fun. Yeah. And just hanging out with coaches. And I just really did enjoy my experience with that. And uh, my coaches weren't the most consistent. Like every other year, I'd have like a different coach. So like I didn't really feel like I was able to maximize my potential. But I just I really did enjoy track and kind of just that competitive aspect of it. Did Gonzer coach you ever? Yes, he did. He uh, he uh, coached me until he stopped. His... After my junior year, he was done being the head coach. So nice. Yeah, it was pretty. I super great guy. Such oh, a fun I coach. I miss Gonzer. Man. Yeah, dude. That was a. That was a really fun class when we were in Wolf Connection. That mm-hmm. was, that was uh, you know, in retrospect, it was something I really needed. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah. I'm really glad that I got to be a part of that uh part of that community. Yeah. It was basically like I don't know, in my eyes it was like student council. Yeah. But without the popularity votes and without the Oh, definitely. I mean that still kind of happened in yeah, the program, but, but like it was more less was more of that. Fair. Yeah, exactly. And like I remember oh man. I I've been feeling super uh nostalgic recently mm -hmm. and one of the things i was thinking about is uh i have one of those like vision boards that we created yeah no i i have that i have the same one yeah yeah <laughs> i still have it up and uh i was looking at and i haven't updated it it's all you know it's kind of a a screenshot mm -hmm. of that part of my yeah, life like right junior year right there yeah and and um there's this one picture of connor and i uh with this uh older guy that we were um I, I never saw him at my home, but um, we knew him pretty well, though. What, which home did you guys go to? I forgot. It's the one that's right next to Timberline. I always forget the name of it, but uh, it, it was pretty good. Something. It, it was the mix of, like, assisted care and, like... And residential. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. a mix of residential. Living. Yeah, there are two different buildings. We went to the one that was independent living. Okay, cool. Um, And, like, man, that was so much fun. Mm -hmm. The people there yeah. were awesome, and, you know, they really gave us... I don't know how your experience was, but... For me, it gave me a much better perspective on, you know, just how short life is. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. I went to Shaw Mountain and uh, I had some, I think I was the only guy in my group and there was like five, four other girls. And, uh, you know, when we were doing that, that was like right when I was in the middle of dinner show. So like that choir, oh. that theater, it was just super busy time. But I felt like that was one of the few times where I could like just, you know, go there for a class period and lunch and just be able to chill, mm -hmm. you know, just hang out with the residents, talk to them. And some of them were just super cool people. They were such nice people. And it was, yeah, it was just a great experience. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it helped because like, you know, they weren't forced to be there. So the ones that wanted to participate with yeah. were there and, you know, they were the nicest ones. Um, there's this really heartbreaking story of uh, I, I, I think his name was Freddie, um, if I remember correctly. But uh he was like one of the coolest guys that we had in our group and he came to as many of them as he could mm -hmm. and he showed us these really beautiful uh love spoons that he made love spoons so apparently before wedding rings were a thing to uh show someone like hey i want to spend the rest of my yeah. life with you um they're like these big wooden spoons that you carve uh-huh and they're like super intricate and yeah like, so the bottom is like you know normal spoon mm -hmm. it's like a decorative spoon and it has like a heart and like little vines like carved into it and stuff gorgeous work that he had Dude, and he showed cool yeah yeah and he showed us one that he had done recently and like you know his hands were shaking his stuff yeah and i remember thinking wow like you know this guy for being as as frail as he is is still enjoying his life and mm -hmm. enjoying his passion because he had a whole collection of these things that's sweet yeah oh and, but the heartbreak though was that he stopped joining us for groups because my understanding was the uh he was having some heart issues uh yeah, I never saw him again. So uh -huh. I don't know if the story is that he just had to stay in the hospital because he was in severe condition. Critical, yeah. Or if he passed away, they never told us. Mm -hmm. But the the whole experience, though, just, you know, I really hope that they got something out of it. Yeah. But I know for I know for sure, at least what I got out of it was an, a real understanding of this is it. Yeah. Like, this is the only chance we get. Yeah. Like, you're sitting in front of me right now. This is probably the last time I'm going to get to see you before you leave for your mission for two years. And, you know, the only experience I've had with that kind of separation so far is with Kedrick. Yeah. Um, he's a year and a half in right now. 
got six more months six more months yeah <laughs> and and then the clock is gonna reset for you my friend yeah man that's gonna i'm gonna miss you man i'm gonna miss you dude <sighs> is there any part of it like what are you looking to come back with from the whole experience i just i'm just hoping that i no like i feel like i do for the most part know what i'm like doing in life you know i know my goals i know what i want to do maybe not like job wise but just kind of like how i want to live my life how i want to spend it mm -hmm. and i'm just hoping that you know with uh when i do come back from my mission that i just have a little more i have some more pieces to the bigger puzzle to the bigger picture and uh just like you know, I feel like, yeah, I'm already a pretty good person, but like, just try and, like, refine myself more and just, you know, do the best I can. Love others, serve, you know, do all that stuff and just make it the most meaningful experience I can and not just really try and worry about other things that are maybe out of my control. Because, I like, I feel like I do have a tendency to do that, especially in relationships. But, I hear you there, brother. Yeah, and just, like, you know, relationships are tough, dude. And, like, I just want to try and become a – do the best I can. I mean, I, I, that's basically just it in a nutshell. Yeah, I yeah. think that was really well worded. Mm -hmm. When so when you head out in your not just for your trip but for your life, mm -hmm. you know what's the grand plan that you have for yourself? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, I guess it could kind of just be like you know just get a good job, I guess, or just try and you know do the do well financially, but just you know find someone that I just absolutely adore, love, and just you know. Try and spend my life with them, start a family. You know, I I feel like I have a really great relationship with my siblings and my parents, and kind of just include them in my life. Yeah, that's really good. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really I'm really excited for that. But uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to the future and just you know, uh, like I when I'm older, I want to do a lot of camping too and that kind of stuff. And you know, just get out and see the world. And uh, I'm just excited for that. And just you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But you know, just try and do more of that. I guess just do more of what I love. Does including your family also detail that you're staying here in the valley, or what's your what's your plan? Oh, I I mean, yeah, most definitely. I most of my extended family does live here, except with the, the exception of like maybe two aunts, I think, and just a few cousins and stuff. But you know, just you know, try and have a family centered lifestyle, and just you know. And like I, I think it's so fun to just be able to go up into the retreat into the mountains and you know rent a cabin for a weekend and just have a fun weekend. Yeah, and uh, I mean like yeah, sometimes do people do get grumpy and that kind of stuff, but you know just working through it. And uh, I think also a really big part of my life is just having fun, you know, laughing, comedy in that kind of sense, and just enjoying enjoying the time you have with people. And uh, you know that's. I mean, yeah, I am. I am kind of expecting to stay here somewhere in Boise, Oregon area, but eh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think you're a very warm soul, and you're a really funny guy, and you're super kind. And th there's nothing really bad that I feel like I can say about you. <laughs> and and you don't know my dark side. Just kidding. <laughs> I, I I do my best to uh, practice appreciation, but you know, there's definitely a cynical side to me. Too. Oh yeah, and like you know examining that you know i think it's really interesting that as long as i've known you there's nothing about you that's ever you know come up to me as like oh this fucking guy like <laughs> <laughs> you're you're genuinely a really awesome guy and i appreciate that what, thank you what, yeah and what i'm really excited for is you have a lot of talents too mm -hmm. you're athletic as hell you know how to sing well you know how to perform well on stage yes yeah, so and maybe that 
was was learning uh choir and theater more of a result of like that's kind of like what all the mormons kids did or was that something that like really was something that was passionate to you uh so i started choir i mean like for the longest time ever since i've been lds mormon uh i just like every sunday we do like scene hymns and that kind of stuff and like i don't like go crazy like i'm not some crazy music theory person like i don't know like the chords and all that stuff i'll play around with the piano a little bit but you know i started choir back at elementary fifth grade uh you know i had a really positive experience with it uh i think i was the only guy in it for like a year so that was kind of funny but you know it was i mean i had a lot of fun i've met so many people through it and uh you know junior high was really awesome high school was even better i've met so many people through it I have so many memories and uh I just like also my family my uh two of my older brothers were super big into choir you know they did dinner show and that kind of stuff and uh you know I feel like that rubbed off of me for the better and also my like my younger sister she went through choir and she really enjoyed it too and uh she's studying vocal performance at BSU right now but uh, it's just it's a really it's kind of like a social experience too you know there's so many yeah. people that you get to know and uh you know I think a lot of Mormon kids also do just kind of like that theater singing stuff it's fun but and uh i just you know for the longest time i like i hope i can you know just keep being a little more musical am i gonna maybe join a choir maybe not but just kind of having that kind of lifestyle where you know i love music yeah continuing that community with Mm -hmm. you and you know keeping it close it's always important to have a really close group of people who are passionate about the same thing so and you know even watching you guys it in your performances was amazing yeah i remember there was one show uh i think it was the christmas it was one of the christmas shows it might have been my senior year when i was already like we do do a lot of christmas yeah (laughs) (laughs) best Um, time of the year but i think i was feeling like i know that's another moment where i was feeling pretty nostalgic and uh you know it was like this is like the last major show i'm gonna watch of these guys you know like i may not have grown up with these guys since i was in kindergarten but you know i know them really Mm -hmm. well and i appreciate them all and seeing you guys up there, um, I forgot what the theme of that year was, but it was the show was fucking phenomenal. I was in the very back, and I was actually yeah. crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, music can do that, though, dude. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I really appreciate about you. You and I have pretty similar music tastes. Yeah, I mean... And I know that you're really passionate about it. We've been to the record <laughs> store a couple of times. Oh, yeah. We have to grab a cassette or a vinyl or a CD. You know, something. You gotta, you gotta get something to tide you over for the next time. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but music... Is it, you know, if I want to be like super repetitive of basically what everyone else says, you know, music is its own kind of language. Yeah. And it's an art form. It it is. And, you know, I used to be more like I used to play saxophone. And uh, yeah. Wait, did you used to play any instruments? I, back in fifth grade, I did one year of trumpet. Hey. (laughs) You were. Alec, you were on trumpet, right? Fifth grade trumpet game. Yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I only lasted a year, but I enjoyed the experience. It was. Kind of wish I sticked with it, but yeah, what can you do? I think, you know, I don't think there's any right or wrong direction necessarily. Yeah. You did something that I know you still had fun with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's good. I enjoyed it. With music, I find the most mysterious thing about it to be that you, you never really know what emotion you're going to take away from it. Yeah. Because I find that, you know, we can categorize music as sad or nostalgic Uplifting. or upbeat. Yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's generally descriptive of the response it's going to cause in you yeah but like there's plenty of times though where i'm already feeling a certain way and like like if i'm upset and i listen to an upbeat song 
Like that will throw me into oh, an even yeah, deeper dude. sadness. Are you, are you kidding me? It's incredible. It, it's I don't know. I I Elo is kind of that way for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I mean, just like Mister Blue Sky, just entire oh, talking yeah. about the sun coming out, and you know, after it's been a super crappy overcast day, and, yeah. you know, just the sun coming out of nowhere, and everyone's like, "Let's go." When Guardians of the Galaxy used that in their uh, in that franchise, like the, I, the opening like shot. Yeah, yeah. I was so hyped because <laughs> I've loved that song forever, and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool that like yeah. you know, someone else, you know, at least the executives on that movie gave it like a thumbs up. We're mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's do it. I feel like uh, just a, in general, Guardians of the Galaxy, just like the volume two and the first one, like it just kind of introduced a lot of people to that older, you know, 70s, 80s music. Yeah. And like, that's a good thing. And it's just awesome. I mean, there's just so much music out there that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't know, you and I have talked before about kind of wishing that you could have been born in an earlier yeah. era. And I think, you know, you know, I'm not. I'm happy with where I am, but, yeah. you know, I can't help but think, like, how cool it would have been to grow up when the music industry was mostly just, like, it, it was so much smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there were still so many genres, and internationally there was a, a ton of music out yeah. there, but, like, you know, living in the U.S., like, you, I felt like there was a closer culture that you could have created out of everybody, um, because everyone was kind of listening to the same thing. yeah. But I mean, now there's so many different avenues. It's like there's not like a unified culture. Yeah, that everybody, I mean, like everyone's listening to. There's the Billboard like top forty and stuff, but then they have like specific genres for each of those like Billboards and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And it's just like crazy diversity. But like back in the seventies, eighties, you know, everyone was listening to Fleetwood Mac or everyone was listening to Boston, and it was kind of just like, you know, there was just a, yeah, you, you, it was such a uniform way of listening to music, I guess, and it was just crazy. Yeah, and some of the music was really powerful. I re- mm-hmm. you mentioned Boston. I remember uh, <laughs> there was one time I I was really stressed out. High school sucked, man. Oh yeah. It- <laughs> I mean, like I would look back and I'm like, oh, high school was fun. But you know, there's some moments where I'm like, can I just like fast forward? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. For me, it was like the the bad outweighed the good for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, in in terms of like understandable, meal. just it it is not a promoter of mental health. No, the whole, it isn't. The whole academic social drama popularity i think when you get to a collegiate level um you know you have and you're at that point in your life and you have a little more freedom Mm -hmm. independence yeah exactly and i think and you know it's not like you're being forced to stay in a building Yeah, you're not in a building from eight in the morning until 3 30 or yeah that that is not that is that's not supportive of a healthy mindset (laughs) it's just not i mean it's yeah it's just it's not it's not great yeah but I remember, um, we, uh, it, oh, I forgot what the fuck I was even going to say. Something about Boston? Oh, yeah. No, no. That's what it was. Sorry. Um, All right, fine. I'm so tired, man. This, writing this academic <laughs> appeal and everything else has totally You got a lot on your plate, man. I know, man. But I'm really happy you. I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, me too. I, I love you, man. But um, I remember what I was going to say now. Uh, so I was having a particularly stress, stressful time mm-hmm. and, you know, school was just beating me up. Um satan had arisen from below and decided to sucker punch me um and i was just driving home and i didn't usually listen to the radio but i decided to that day just because yeah. i was tired of my playlist and more than a feeling came on oh my and gosh, it's one of those dude. songs that i hadn't had on my playlist in yeah. a while and i don't know for me it, it there's a couple of songs that i've grown up with like that where you know if i just kind of hear them out of the blue and you know i was in that right mind frame yeah. to break down like I was, I was driving and like it was one of those really rare moments where you feel like 
you know, I could cry right now, but like, it's not going to be because I'm really upset. It's going to yeah. be because, you know, this, I feel empowered in this moment. Kind of just like a realization that, you know, like, Hey, I've got this. Yeah. You know? It's one of those, you really... kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. Yeah, no, you, yeah. exactly. It, you, you feel, um, you feel strength in just a moment. And it's like, you know, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Things are going to be all right. It's like that moment where you're on top of a mountain and you're looking down and the sun sets, you know, casting a shadow across Mm -hmm. you and you just, you know, you see both how big and both how small you are at the same time. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of, I could relate that moment to like when we went on that uh, three, the bench lakes hike. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah. When we just like, we, I think we made it to the second lake and then we kind of just like sat there, took off our shoes, you know? Oh yeah. That was Put our feet in the water. And it was like, you, I mean, it was super smoky, but you could kind of see the outline of the sawtooth and it was just gorgeous. You know, just a moment to just kind of take in, look around and be like, I like where I'm at. (laughs) It's, it's empowering. It is a genuinely special feeling. And I feel like, you know, I, I, um, I really like listening to uh, Duncan Trussell's podcast, Duncan Trussell Family Hour. And one of the things that he's been kind of mentioning amid this pandemic is, you know, why do we have to stay with this system of being stuck towards the bigger cities to have jobs? Mm-hmm. Like, we're kind of proving right now that a lot of jobs could just be done by home. Oh, yeah. So why do we have to return? Uh, to, to I think that's work. actually that might like cha- this pandemic is going to change a lot of norms and stuff. I really hope so. Because yeah. I don't think we're doing it in the best way. Mm-mm. You know, just because something mental works, health. Exactly. Just because something works like doesn't make it the best. <laughs> doesn't make it the best. And yeah, high school is a is a really good example of uh, why something like I think everyone kind of unanimously agrees that uh, the education system is kind of broken. It has a lot of flaws. Yeah. You know? And yet we keep it because it works. Mm-hmm. But that it's doesn't... been working for a hundred years. Or... Yeah. And my understanding is that they started out teaching the way they did because they were trying to train kids to get ready for a like an assembly line. Yeah, like a factory like... line. There's like the alarm and stuff. Yeah. Like the yeah, just the bell and stuff. It, well, it resembled like that. That's some hardcore conditioning, man. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> capitalism. Huh? It, it, it's just one of those things that I don't know if we're going to be able to deviate from. I think capitalism works. But, you know, there's a lot to be improved oh, on. Oh, yeah. Just the overall health of workers and just everyone in general, I feel like. Yeah. And, and, and again, like going back to music, I, I feel like it is also such a powerful tool to, you know, help you understand, you know, not only that, like, like I said earlier about how big and how small you are at the same time, mm-hmm. but it, it, it puts you in place in the terms of like, you know, these are the people I deserve to be with. Yeah. And these are, and I'm happy and I'm privileged to get to, you know, have the life that I do. Yeah. Because like, you know, life is never perfect, but like it's, uh, when it comes to appreciation of your own life, it's a difficult balance. I feel Yeah, it's a mix between accepting that, you know, not everything's perfect and there is room for improvement and you should be probably striving Striving for that. Yeah. Um, but also like, you know, you also want to recognize like, Hey, I actually have things pretty good. I think, yeah, there needs to be a happy balance, you know, kind of just like where you're like, you know, you're always continually working to, you know, better yourself or better your situation. But at the same time, you need to, you know, take a step back and be like, hey, you know, self-reflection and kind of just be like, I'm glad I am where I am. I'm grateful to have the experiences I did. And I mean, yeah, it's just like you can't lean one way or the other too much because, you know, that's detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like meditation should be taught. Cool. Because I remember in Gonzer's class, yeah, we, we did mindfulness. That. 
yeah mindfulness training awesome <laughs> and we had a whole day where we had like these chairs and like we could just, just like kind of just lounge back yeah lounge back and just and the the woman that he brought in to mm-hmm. help guide us through the whole experience she was amazing like was... she knew what she was doing oh yeah it was and awesome. I, it was such a peaceful feeling. Like I remember needing to fart the entire time, and that was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, uh, it's really quiet. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, it's... but but it's it's like you know, my bowels were loosened by mm-hmm. how relaxed I was. That's... Okay, that's enough. Move on. <laughs> we're, hey, we're, class. we're having <laughs> comedy, man. It's this awesome. Is, this is a vulnerable moment. Don't okay. ruin it, okay. bro. Right. Don't ruin it. <laughs> full vulnerability all the way <laughs> anyway meditation anyway meditation um i i do think though that so many people could it. benefit from it exactly that's the thing dude and i think that you know i i think it's easy to look at it with this like oh stupid fucking yuppies talking about hippie meditation uh, and shit like as though that's gonna fix your Hindu problems monks, no a strong Buddha, economy will fix your problems Buddhist. yeah dude but but i think that you know in a lot of regards i don't feel like the Western understanding of, you know, medicine and, you know, mental health as a whole is any better necessarily than other yeah. places in mm-hmm. the world. And I, I feel like, you know, I don't want to appropriate cultures and shit, but I think that we can learn from the practices of other people. Oh, and I mean, that's like kind of one of the things I'm really excited about going on my mission is that I'm just going to get to know so many more people and maybe I'll be like, oh, maybe I want to do this instead of the old way I was doing it and just open my mind. Yeah, no, that'd be so cool. And oh, dude, I forgot to mention this. I might actually be able to visit you over in Africa. Really? <laughs> Maybe the closest I can get is Kenya. Kenya. Oh, okay, but yeah, I have a uh, Peyton and I when we were helping um, do fundraising for this guy um, that lives between here and Africa. Wait, he is that a... he's the guy that we brought that Gonzo brought in for Wolf Connection, yep. right? Building yeah. schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, his name isn't coming to me right now, but he was such a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, very. I didn't get to go to that presentation. I was so mad. Oh, dude, it was nice. Yeah. But he's a very funny guy, uh, super friendly. He has really whole, wholesome intentions. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking to, and Peyton and I did a project to help fundraise for his schools in uh, Kenya, yeah. um, carrying hearts and hands and hope. Uh, and yeah, no, the whole experience doing that was pretty fun. And he mentioned that at the end of it, that uh if we ever wanted to like come and visit he might be able to like arrange for us to like stay there for a little bit yeah over over kenya Kenya. is incredible too yeah kilimanjaro right there and just oh it would be so cool to hike up kilimanjaro yeah i think how many volcanoes start with fucking sahara ass looking like desert (laughs) and then end up with a snowy builds up that's insane it's like the tallest freestanding mountain in the world right that that wouldn't surprise me if that's the case my gosh it, and and part of it's life is an exploration mm-hmm. of all these unknown possibilities and it feels scary to go towards them oh. you know if i was in your shoes right now i'd be fucking horrified of, i mean <laughs> well, i'd be excited I'm horrified, horrified. but <laughs> i'm just i'm uh, just wait counting down the days <laughs> yeah and i need to see you off by the way oh yeah yeah let, let me know like i don't know what you're stances when you're leaving but if you're gonna like meet up with people at the airport oh, no. probably i'll do something but but uh it's plans in the making it's exploration of all the unknowns and trying to have as much of an enriched life before you die yeah um because you can't take that money into the grave with you you can't take the material wealth but no. you, you know you have a fulfilling enriching life yeah the best you could do and you know there's there's still 
you know, debate on what exactly happens after. Yeah. But, you know, regardless of what you believe in after, why not have the most enriching life you can? Yeah. Regardless of religion, race. Yeah. And, you know, there's still ways to be having an enriched life, even if you can't leave home. If you yeah. can't, if you don't have the financial, um, the financial freedom privilege and privilege. Uh, yeah, yeah. The financial freedom to, um, go and do what you want to do. Like you can still, you know, have a family if you want. Yeah. And I think I'm excited for that. I, yeah, I really yeah. want to have kids someday. <laughs> and, uh, it would be really fun to, you know, get to, get to share so much love with yeah i mean like you could just like you know drive down a street oh this is where i grew up and just show them all the little stuff and yeah and they won't care they don't oh, give yeah, a shit but, <laughs> but, but i um, mean as a dad you got to put them through that yeah no of course. It, it's the classic dad treatment and i'm trying to work on my dad's sense of humor too so i can be it'll, prepared it'll come in use someday yeah absolutely it's uh it, it's it all for me kind of boils down to just love and wow. I know that sounds cheesy, and I know it's... It's cheesy, but it's true. I know it's stupid. I know in the same way that people uh, didn't like... Um, shit, what's the space movie? Fuck. Interstellar? Yeah, Interstellar, yeah. In the same way that people didn't like that, because like, oh, it's just about this cheesy message about love in the very end, really? That's all you had to say? You know, I... I you know, I, I, my understanding is like some top minds, even like in the scientific realm, agree with that same sentiment. Oh, like yeah. that, like, you know, part of the material wealth that you can't bring along with you wherever you go after death, you know, also like, you know, you, you bring, if you want to bring anything along, it's going to be the love that you've yeah. experienced in your life. I, I, my goal is to, on my deathbed, be assuming that I don't like die in a freak accident, like skiing off a cliff or something. Yeah. But <laughs> and there's been people who survived that. So yeah, no, but my goal ultimately is to be able to feel ready to go mm-hmm. when my time has come to feel like, you know, I've, I haven't done this perfectly, but yeah. I did it perfect. I did to it. what I wanted to yeah. do. Unlike, I just think there's also like that another saying where it's like, no one ever wished they spent another day in the office or something like that. Kind of just like, you know, take time off work if you need it, you know, don't always just be so like on the grind. Yeah. Now just get out there, love. Do your little bucket list if you want, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, which is why t- and talking to you right now is part of my bucket list for the year at mm. least. So <laughs> fun. You know, this is nice because like yeah. I've been on the grind recently and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, there's times where you do need to just get on the grind and you know, get stuff done, but you know, just don't forget the other little stuff too. I don't know how people do that. Oh I mean I understand how they do it, but I don't understand how people come to really love that yeah like the constant... like workaholics in that sense I yeah guess. yeah i mean like maybe if you don't have a family or something i can understand why you can get on that train but yeah that'd just be a tough lifestyle for me specifically I feel but like. all the people that have like second families and shit living in different states are those workaholics that... <laughs> yeah yeah they're like huh i have free time maybe i should start another family <laughs> gosh <laughs> you know you never know man how many kids are you wanting to have <sighs> Ah, uh, so I grew up with four siblings, so there was a total of five in my family. I'm probably thinking like three, four, you know, maybe I'll marry someone who's like, I want nine kids and we can compromise for six. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I just like, no, nah, one kid's too little, two, two is maybe not enough. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but kind of just like three to four. Yeah, no, that's understandable. How about you? Uh, Probably two. Two? 
I, I grew up in a in a two kid household. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I I, I think that it, it's definitely good not growing up as a single kid. Yeah, definitely. It, it's really good to have someone along with you to help guide you through the process of growing yeah. up. Yeah. But um, growing up's tough. It, dude, it's incredibly tough. It. I still don't want to grow up. I. <laughs> yeah, you wanna. You don't want to, but time just keeps ticking away. Yeah, but then you Gosh. have the expectations of what is growing up. Like, yeah. You know, I'm sure you're. I'm sure, like, from the perspective of purely your church, mm-hmm. like not any individual, but the church itself. Like, there's a perspective on what like your growing up is mm-hmm. and what yeah. your adult life. Should I mean, kind of just like what I think it is. Yeah. yeah, and then there's what you think of it, and you know, there's different expectations for it, and I don't know. To an extent, I feel like you kind of have to fight, you know, all of the external um, forces, I mm-hmm. guess, that are trying acting to, on you. Yeah, they're they're acting on you, trying to get you to uh, believe that uh, Hunter Biden has corrupting emails of the <laughs> of the of the oh. Bidens. Oh yeah, and just shit like that. So, exciting. You don't have sex? Uh, I'm all right. No, I'm just kidding. When I get back, maybe. But I don't know. <laughs> we'll, so we we'll save Hunter that. Biden, yeah. and then you. <laughs> My we, mind is incredibly scrambled right now, man. It's yeah, like, but I, I was gonna make scrambled eggs this morning. And but then you didn't. I would have dumped my brain into no it. No need. Instead. Your brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, turn get it up to medium. Eggs are stored heat. in the brain. We kind of jump subjects a lot. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? What are your plans? My plans, yeah, like as far as my life, or just like the next few years, I guess. Um, I'm gonna wait for you to come back, and then we're gonna get married. <laughs> have, have our uh, two kids? Yeah, no, okay. no. Well, we can compromise. I'm not stuck at two. We could always go up. Fine, three to four sounds good. Yeah, sure. Bring that up because how many kids do you want? Like, oh, <laughs> are we like, on a date right now? What's happening? So like, uh, that's that's like fourth date. Yeah. Conversation. <laughs> You know, I mean, he's, no. shoot, he's shooting his shot. I respect yeah. that. I respect what? the move. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> strategy. Mm-hmm. The strat. Nah. Um. Over the next couple of years, I'm trying to. What I want to do is I want to major in chemistry. Mm-hmm. And just like strictly chemistry or like bio. Biochem. Or... Okay. Biochem. Yeah. It's it's still a chemistry degree. It's only a biochem emphasis. Yeah. Because BSU doesn't. I don't think they have the wherewithal to yet to do like separate programs for them. Yeah. But um, after that, if I can, I want to go to med school. And, mm, okay, that's dope. And do anesthesiology. Yeah, my uh, oldest brother's down at University of Utah right now. So. Nice. Yeah, he's a, he's. What's a, he learning? He's actually not in med school right now. He did a fellowship on pathology, so he's at the. Uh, I forgot the University of Utah Medical, the hospital there. But he's uh he was looking into pathology, but I think he's kind of like eh. So he's probably gonna he wants to go into oncology, but. What's oncology? Oncology is like the study of cancer, I think. Oh, so, yeah. That would be really cool. So, like, I think he would be doing, like, taking a lot of st- specimens that people might think they have cancer and then, like, confirming, you know, just doing lab runs and all that kind of stuff. So, my my grandpa actually did very similar stuff to that. Oh, he cool. would, uh, he worked over, I think, in, he, he lived in Yakima for a long time. I'm not sure exactly where, like, the actual office he worked at was, mm-hmm. but, uh, or the Yakima? lab, I mean. Is that Idaho? Yakima's over in Washington. Washington, okay. It don't go there. <laughs> it, I'll take that don't. advice. Is that uh, Eastern Washington? It's um, just like desert. It's kind of Western. It's like, okay. So you know how there's Seattle by the coast and yeah. then you have, uh, then you have the Cascades coming down. Yeah. 
it's on the opposite side of the Cascades as Cascades as uh, Seattle. Okay. So it's like on the desert side. Okay. So you're it's, not uh, you're not on the coast yet. Yeah, there's some cool places over mm. there, but Yakima's not one of them. So don't go there. But <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, but I'll put that, that on my list of places to avoid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The people there, like, there's an instant vibe of depression, kind of depression. Yeah. It's like people, like, see. I don't. It's it's strange. It's like people don't really want to talk. It's like it seems like people kind of just hate where they are in yeah. the there. I th- like I were back in first semester I took psychology and we like learned about how in like Washington a lot of people up there are affected by the weather patterns up oh, there because they I, like I couldn't don't, do it. Yeah, they have a like they only have like a hundred days of sunlight sunlight a year or something. That's and it's just crazy. Yeah, so like SAD seasonal affective disorders up there a lot. I get hit by that hard bend. Yeah. I I couldn't. It's brutal. Yeah, and I'm sure that's part of the reason why Yakima is the way it is. I mean, aside from its name sounding. You're literally that yakking. Uh, <laughs> it um, it, it's uh, it's probably mostly the weather there too. Yeah, but I don't know. I want to next couple of years. Yeah, I'm just looking at that, and then in the long term, I just want to, you know, I just want to go somewhere that I can meet some cool people. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is uh, I don't know how this whole project is gonna go, but I think it would be really cool to continue. I take it with you exactly. <laughs> I, I think it'd be really cool to continue it. And I know I'm not the best question asker. Or oh, I'm not. I conversation with you is like spreading butter on toast. It's it's oh, nice. It's thanks, fun. Babe. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're appreciated it's... too, Alex. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I I want to continue this, and I want to meet really cool people. Yeah, and you know. For me, it's really easy to feel isolated. Yeah. And I think it's really nice to get a chance to, like, share. Break open. Break open, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just a conversation. Yeah. Just share, you know, life with people. It absolutely is. I mean, like, we just, you know, I mean, I'm not, like, a Debbie Downer on the phone. But, you know, you can just get so stuck in those surface-level conversations. You know, you don't really get much deeper with other people on too many occasions. You know, it's... It's fun to, you know, dig deeper. I'm horrible at texting. Oh, yeah. I, I'm texting is, horrible. yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm a good texter, but at the same time, I'm like, I wish I wasn't. Yeah. I've kind of developed an attitude of like, I don't know. I, I don't really text unless I'm asking to call. Yeah. Or if. Uh, You'd much rather just do a call. Yeah. I, I, I see texting as a way to kind of meet up with people mm-hmm. and then, you know, enjoy the time. Because it's them. fast. It's reliable. Yeah. And it's yeah. really hard to like text people and it's hard for me to feel really engaged with mm-hmm. that because i'm so stressed about like other stuff making sure i'm writing like the right thing yeah and, you know it, it's one of those things where you know i would much rather just be in the moment with it yeah meet them in person or yeah something. exactly mm-hmm. so like tinder's kind of not i'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah definitely <laughs> i might Jeez, make a fake man. account though that'd be fun yeah, do some statistics or something do some toe picks you know yeah some toe picks i guess <laughs> people people are into that man i'm not that's the thing that's scary to about even joking around about that because i'm gonna God. get people unironically like oh damn those are some nice toes <laughs> i'll pay you 20 bucks for a uh, uh no no thank God. You. <laughs> we go from what do we go from hunter biden to relation to asking on a date to then toe picks yeah all over the place i love it you know (laughs) we're having a good time we're enjoying it we're enjoying it that's what's matt that's what matters exactly man and i think that i don't know i i don't want to talk anymore about myself what what brings you the most happiness oh 
I just think like you know you don't even really have to go out and eat but just like having a good meal with people that you love and enjoy you know just a good conversation you know like that's just like something where you know you go meet up with them at like 6 30 you eat for an hour and a half you leave at eight and you just the rest of your nights like just chill nice and those are just like some of the moments i really enjoy uh i kind of wish i did more hiking and stuff but you know i owe you a hiking trip when you get back okay i would love to go i will gladly take you on that offer and uh but i just like yeah also just being out like uh every i think yeah every year my family and i we like to do a little trip up to ponderosa state park in mccall oh i love that place yeah it's awesome such a nice place but uh you know just like going out there on the evening when there's not like a lot of people out there and just sitting there watching the sunset just watching the lake dude oh my gosh that's just like when you can just like sit there enjoy it and just soak in the moment those are just some of those moments i'm just like i wish i could do that more often i need to do that more often yeah i think yeah. we all do it, it's i don't know if there is a god like that's its greatest gift yeah to us oh yeah dude like just giving us like these moments where again we can just get lost in how beautiful something is yeah, dude get lost in the love and appreciation that we have for something before us whether it's a the grandeur of just a beautiful scene like that like mm-hmm. we saw up in stanley or just you know having a really good time with some friends yeah and just yeah it's just those those moments where you're like this is great i like this yeah i'm kind of having one of those right now not gonna lie mm-hmm. it's <laughs> i it's uh, good my my brain has kind of gone into a mode of get shit done and yeah. stop feeling for the past couple of weeks and it's nice to have a moment this like over this weekend where i can just like sit back talk sit back relax talk you know just appreciate mm-hmm. you know what's around me it's a good practice to have oh yeah everyone can use a little more of that and just yeah we're just like we're so used to you know we're just like one of those toys where it has like a twisty thing on the back and you know you just keep cranking it cranking it and you just keep going, and going. oh yeah <laughs> but I, I didn't know where i was going with that but no no that's that's i think that's all kind of how we feel a little yeah bit right and, and just <laughs> you know everyday life and it's just nice to be able to just unwind you know yeah absolutely. kick back have a cold one with the boys i like my Dude, I ginger ale but i any cold one i don't care oh, yeah. what it is i don't care if it's acetic acid just give me something that's cold <laughs> give me something to share with the boys well i hope that when you're over in africa or wherever you might get reassigned mm-hmm. where we have yet to see what happens yeah, uh, no! <laughs> Elder Grop, you have been temporarily reassigned. Uh, Basic, no. Basically, everyone there is religious from what I remember, so it's not oh, like you're going to... be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet some baptized. great people. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope that when you're over there, um, you know, aside from spreading, you know, aside from spreading your beliefs, yeah. I hope that you get an opportunity to share some love and joy and create those real connections with real people there. And I hope that the cultural difference gives you a new perspective on, you know, how you want to live your life in the same way that like Gonzer's class helped us like, yeah. reevaluate where we we're going with our life and you know, how we saw our life. Um, I think this, this is a really cool opportunity for you to get to re-understand yourself. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And I mean, just like, I remember when Gonzer said, I think it was towards the end of the year in Wolf Connection, we were just like kind of sitting there kind of, you know, going back on our memories of what we'd done for like the last, you know, several months. And he was kind of just like, and I mean, and I think he said, you know, the key takeaway I want you guys to have is 
you know, it's, it's good to enjoy this, you know, long for what happened this year, but I want you to guys to take this stuff that you're learning right now and, you know, and just keep going in life with it, you know, spread it to other people, you know, that kind of just like, you remember the warm fuzzies? Yeah. That kind of yeah. stuff. It's just, you know, spread it like peanut butter and jelly, baby. I don't know. <laughs> it's incredible. I think that that is a perfect way of putting it. Mm -hmm. So. Hey, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank I really you for having appreciate me. It. You're a lot an of awesome fun. person to talk to, even if the conversation is sporadic. I don't care. <laughs> sporadic is the way I like it, man. It's fun. <laughs> All over the place. Ooh, Jordan getting <laughs> a little wild for my taste. Yeah, just a bit. I'm going to have to reconsider this marriage uh, vow we were talking okay. about. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, maybe we'll just, we can, we'll just be partners, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll be uh, partners in crime, wink, wink. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know it. All right, man. Love you. Okay. Love you.